This is Michael Gallup, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Podcast, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap, joined by the Trash Man for this Week Eight Waiver Wire edition of the podcast. If you enjoy this content, you'd like more of this content, or if you just like to ch- check out the Waiver Wire cheat sheets or anything else, the snap counts, touches, targets, the matchup tool, all that stuff is up right now at RosterWatch.com. We would love your support, but. Uh, if not, man, just please give this video like a thumbs up or leave a comment, something like that. It helps people to find it, helps spread the word. And uh, we certainly uh, love and appreciate you guys for continuing to tune in and, and listen to the podcast. Also, just a quick reminder, if you're watching this only on YouTube, which is basically a very, very small percentage of you who who watches this on YouTube versus the just the pretty big listenership on the podcast. Um, this is just for you guys. It, like subscribe to the roster watch podcast feed because it's going to, it's going to, it's going to help you immensely uh, with the trade cast and stuff like that. Trash me before we continue just to make sure I'm getting like a, I'm getting, I'm, I'm hardwired in. I'm not breaking up or anything right now. Am I? I uh, no. Okay. So, so apologies in advance. I'm getting a little icon here, but hopefully we'll be able to be able to power through it. Um, I did see the, I did see the, the uh, the ever elusive um, and ever so scary spectrum work truck out working on one of my neighbor's houses. So I'm worried. Hopefully they don't cut off the cable to the whole neighborhood or something like that. But always a swindle when you see that see that little sign. All right. Um, so trash me. Let's just talk about the uh, let's talk about the waiver wire cheat sheet for this week at the very top of the running back position. You have. Uh, you have outlined your free agent acquisition budget bids. And there's only really one guy that you're paying up for in this top tier this week. Tell the people who it is. Uh, it's Kenneth Gainwell of the Eagles. Um, it's, it's actually comes, it's kind of a blessing. I think a disguise for Miles Sanders owners who don't have to put him <laughs> in their lineups. It hurts so bad to say it like that, but it's true. It's like it's like now the decision's out of your hands. You know, it's like he he, he can't hurt you anymore. He can't hurt you anymore. Yeah. Um. So hopefully you can get your hands on game. Well, hopefully you had your hands on game. How did the, how did this how did this happen? Where it's like then the game that Miles Sanders goes out, they run the football like thirty two times. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so crazy, man so crazy hey i have a question about the eagles trash man are they gonna are, are, are they legit gonna bench jalen hurts even though he's been good in fantasy i i don't think so and that's mainly because why would they get rid of joe flacco then um and just have gardner Minshew be the only other quarterback on the roster 
Well, because because it's not like Jalen's hurt. If Gardner Minshew sucks, you just put Jalen back in. At this point, you don't care about. At this point, I don't think you care about breaking the will of Jalen Hurts. I think it's clear that they don't think he's the answer. Yeah, but, but you feel like you feel like they would say Gardner Minshew's a better fit than maybe Joe Flacco. Maybe, or maybe it's like maybe it was just that the Jets were like, we can't play with Mike White. You know, we we can't play with Mike White for any extended period of time. Joe Flacco knows the system. Joe Flacco is the guy that we're calling up the Philadelphia Eagles for. You know, yeah. so the Eagles think that the, the Eagles think to themselves, well, I mean, it's just Flacco. We don't really care. I don't think that. I don't think that he was anybody that they were looking to as any kind of long term answer. And I think it's just. I mean, I think that they probably think it's a bit, only a four or five percenter that Gardner Minshew could be some sort of even medium term answer for them. But at this point, I just, I wonder what Eagle, I'd, I'd be interested to see if like there's any Eagles fans, if there any Eagles fans in the chat that have thoughts about that. Um, do you, do you think, I mean, do you think that the Eagles brass as, as fantasy players, we look at Jalen Hurts. We're like, dude, he, I mean, this guy always comes through with 20 point games for us, but it's well, like, and the thing is like, they, I mean, they bet they've been in some close games. You know they 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 almost they they could have beaten the Buccaneers. Yeah, could would have would have could have should have man. I mean, if, if you need if you need to if you need to if you're gonna bench Hurts, then that Sam Darnold needs to be benched three weeks ago. <laughs> I think the uh, I think that I well, look the Hunsburgler and it's in the chat saying no chance they should bench Hurts. I mean, are you saying that as a Philadelphia Eagles fan and a close observer of the Eagles? Or are you saying that as a fantasy football player? Because, I mean, of course, us fantasy guys say that say that they shouldn't bench Hurts, but the fact is they're losing football games. He hasn't been smart with the football. He gives us a bunch of. I mean, they he's saying that they need to see what they got in him. Uh, but look, Hans Burgler, it's like I think they're seeing what they have in him, and I think that they'd also like to see what they've got in Gardner Minshew. They traded for him, you know. I mean, uh, <laughs> but back to Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah. Um, it looks like he's going to get quite a bit around here, but also, but Boston Scott should as well. So if you if you can't get your hands on game well, I think Boston Scott makes for a nice consolation prize there too, especially if you're in a PPR league. So we got a couple of questions coming in. I was, what's up to Hunsburgler, Kipsy, Gum Prinder, Deal? What's an interesting name you got there? What's up, New Life? He said Hurts is Hurts is hurting the Eagles. That's coming from a Giants fan. Now that <laughs> now that could be some Schadenfreude there. Uh, Maybe he doesn't want them to have played Jalen Hurts as a Giants fan. Um, God and Prinder. What do you, can you tell what that guy's name is, Trash Man? Your Prinder deal. He's saying, is Kenyon Drake droppable for anybody to sheet? I'll add Kenyon Drake onto the list here. At the very end of the show, I always ask Trash Man. Uh, I've taken down a couple names, um, and I'll continue to take down names. Um, Kenyon Drake droppable? Are you just talking running backs or any player in particular? I mean, because, yeah, I mean, like a, a Michael Gallup and Alan Lazard this week. Rashad Bateman. Well, we'll um, talk about those guys when, whenever we get to wide receivers. And I'll ask you about all these guys. Kip C is saying his hurts really the problem. They haven't turned things over to Miles. No, man. Look, look, and look, the offensive line is going to be what the offensive line is. They got Lane Johnson back this week. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's the problem. I think their shitty coach Nick Sirianni is the problem. And they're shitty new defensive coordinator, horrible new defensive coordinator. Um, neither of those guys. I, I, can you believe that they brought it in? The, the, the Philadelphia Eagles brought in two guys to call the offense and call the defense that had never called an offense or called the defense in their goddamn careers. 
I mean, that's probably the problem. But the fact of the matter is they're calling for Jalen Hurts. I'm, I'm mainly just asking about this because I'm wondering in one of my deepest two quarterback dynasty leagues whether I should be just, you know, just go ahead and pick up Gardner Minshew now because we're going to get some going to get some Minshew magic down the stretch a little bit. Um Okay, so we've added King and Drake on there. Trash man, you kind of alluded to some of this stuff with the wide receivers, but anything else? Uh, the, the only reason I didn't have King and Drake on there is because he was owned in too many leagues. Right. Well, and, and and we could talk about whether he's droppable for any of the guys on the sheet for sure. Um, the sheet. Let me get it. I, we're here talking about the waiver wire cheat sheet at Roster Watch. I don't even have it pulled up right now, but I'll pull it up. And some of these lower tier guys that are just sort of the. I mean, you have Rashad Penny on there. Yeah, I mean, you're still – you have Boston Scott a whole lot less um, as far as what you would give up for him as far as um, as far as far free agent bidding. Boston Scott played 33% of snaps after Miles Sanders went out last week. He got two targets and eight touches. He did have the touchdown, though. Kenny Gainwell played 51% of snaps after – so basically there was 83% of snaps open after Miles Sanders went out since he only played 17% of snaps. Kenny Gainwell took 51 of those. Boston Scott took 33 of those. So looking at a 60, you know, 60, 40 split right there, but Kenny Gainwell is so much better than Boston Scott. I mean, this it's, it's crazy. Um, New life is asking if Deshaun Watson is a legit waiver ad this week. Can he play really play this season? We'll, 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 we'll talk about that when we, when we get to quarterbacks. Um, the fact of the matter is we, he can play this season. The, the question, he could he in in theory he could he could play right now. The fact is though, with what Houston has done, they've made it easy on the NFL to not have to go out and say that he's on the commissioner's exempt list or anything like that. Whereas if a team like Carolina were to swoop in and say, "Hey, we're get, we're bringing we're bringing in Deshaun Watson, we're going to start this guy while there's 23 pending cases against him," at that point, the NFL could st- would have to step in and go through the through its uh, its its various protocols of parlance or whatever it is that they would deal with. And you'd have to think that there would be something that would happen there. Um, but technically sure he can, he can play. Yeah. I mean, nothing's stopping him from playing. The only thing that's stopping him from going anywhere is the fact that, you know, uh, it's, you know, things are, are still, are still up in the air. Nobody's probably made the deal that the Texans want and he has the no trade clause. So he can decide where, where it is that, that, that he goes. Um, okay. So uh, trash man, any more of these running backs that you, Really want to talk about? We haven't really talked about any except the Eagles. I mean, it's it's, a, it's a, not a good week on the waiver wire. I mean, for any of you guys that don't have it's, the cheat sheet, it's not a great week. We, I mean, like some of these New England Patriots, you know, started to pop. We saw your your boy JJ Taylor get a few touches this past week. He he seems to have moved ahead of Ramondre Stevenson. <laughs> Ramondre Stevenson, a healthy scratch. Yeah. Um, so I'm telling you, man. I've been telling. I've been. They hate him because he stinks. <laughs> it's just. But Brandon Bolden is playing ahead of both of them, which is <laughs> which is even more even more in, intriguing. Um, so both of those guys, I mean, there's some interest there, I guess, in deeper leagues. David Johnson has been getting quite a few touches um, the last few games, um, and I think just because of what I think the game script will be like this week for the Texans versus the Rams, I think David Johnson is going to get quite a bit of action this week. DJ got a little bit of a little bit of re- a little bit of revenge action. This last week, like like we were talking about, uh, thanks to you guys in Twitter, that guy Kevin, New Life, etc., for putting in these names. Let's see, Pitts has been going off lately. Would you consider trading Waller for him? Uh, maybe, yeah, 
I think I would. Cause, I mean, Waller's about to go on by. I hope that you know, pro, pro football doc says that his that his ankle is he's not he's not worried about it. You know, he says if he wouldn't have had a bye, he thinks that he could play this week. Now, he hasn't seen video, but based on what they said, that it's like the ankle on the inside portion of it down by the heel or something. He called it some doctorly term and said that that's a subluxation of some shit. And he's like, it's, it's, it'll be fine, you know, based on that initial reporting. So, um, but Pitts has just looked, Pitts has looked amazing. Pitts is starting to feast. <laughs> I mean, and, just, and, and when he starts getting the touchdowns to go with that yardage. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, but hey, listen, that guy, Kevin, please, if you don't listen to it already, make sure you subscribe here to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever. It won't be here on YouTube. So you got to subscribe to the actual podcast feed and listen to the Tradecast on, on Wednesdays. Byron does an excellent job on that. Uh, cannot recommend it enough. That's the trade cast here on the roster watch podcast feed. Just set an alert for that damn thing. Um, all right. You want to move on to wide receiver? Sure. All right. Well, we talked about Alan, you'd mentioned Alan Lazard. I figured he'd be at the top of the sheet just because of the situation shaping up here with Devonte Adams and COVID. Um, I, I've been, I was putting together the matchup tool this morning. Then I went to work out and sauna and all this stuff and so I haven't seen, but has he been able to clear? Has he been able to get in a clean test today? Because he had the he had the positive COVID test on mo- Sunday night or Monday morning. I mean, it was Monday morning, and now he has. And since he and so we know that he the reporting is that he is vaccinated, and so he has forty eight hours to to turn in two clean tests. But the problem is they play on Thursday. Um, the do 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 the Green Bay Packers. We look at the matchup tool. The Green Bay Packers are playing the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona on Thursday night. It's the it's it's a middling matchup on the matchup tool for opposing wide receivers, but it it, it feels like a spot that should be a it feels like a spot that should be a good spot, even though the matchup tool takes in. I can't believe. I mean, this. he the gets, tool I mean, in, Devontae Adams gets such a large target share that whoever comes steps in for Devontae Adams, and it's going to be Alan Lazard. We've seen, dude, we've seen this story before. I know the only thing that I think is maybe since he trusts Randall Cobb so much, and he you know he, he really made an effort to bring in Randall Cobb in the offseason. Maybe we see Randall Cobb, but I mean Marquez Valdez Scantling has just now been. Um, return to practice to where he's opened up his three-week window to return, right? So, I mean, we have Alan Lazard here. We have maybe Amari Rogers, Randall Cobb, and we've seen the last two Robert, weeks. Robert Tonyan even. Yeah, we've seen these last two weeks, though. With Alan Lazard, there's something – I mean, he's not good, but something's starting to crop up, man. I mean, six targets last week on 90, 91% of snaps. He had 60 yards and he turned that into 60 yards and a touchdown. And then the week before that – he had the five targets on 85% of snaps where he scored uh, one one touchdown as, as as well. So Aaron Rodgers is looking for him in the red zone. This is a game with a 51-point total. I know it's just Thursday night. I mean, for me, what I what, for me, what I would like the most if Devontae Adams doesn't go is just captaining Aaron Jones in our in our old in our in one of our oldest leagues, trash man, because I think it could be an Aaron Jones feasting spot if he picks up some of that, you know, crazy target share of Devontae Adams. With that said, I think Alan Lazard's an excellent pickup, worthy of being right here at the very top. Another guy you have here right at the, just mainly is sort of a one-week play, but somebody that could be, you know, back in uh, – someone that could be wide receiver four-ish for you on your roster. Um, so 
I would think that uh, I would think that he, you know, he's not worth holding right now. You know, it's not just a play this week. I think he's he's not worth holding. If he turns out to be the number two receiving option down the stretch for the Packers, I mean, that guy's will be worthy of getting in your lineup every now and then, especially through bye week situations. Um, Kip C has some information here. He says Gerald Everett missed an extra game because his test wasn't clear enough. So I'm not sure I would think Adams is playing. As the test is not clear enough, I mean, it's a PCR test, right? I mean, they just it says it says one thing, it says one thing or another. I would I would guess it's like you're good, it's like you're positive or you're negative. I don't know though, man. I'm not a I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm I'm not a virologist. And you're not. Half these assholes don't even know what they're talking about anyway, right, Trash man? So who who even knows, man? It's really 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 hard to it's really hard to know. Um. What do you think? Uh, Michael Gallup is right here at the very top, too. Are you not, are you not worried at all about just everything? CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Dalton I mean, Schultz, all that. I feel like Cedric Wilson and between Cedric Wilson and Noah Brown, the targets they've been getting, I feel like there's, I feel like there's enough for Gallup to get back in there. And he's a big play guy, so he doesn't need that many targets to do some damage. And the thing, I think Gallup, I think honestly, he might get traded. So I feel like even if he doesn't, you know, get quite the um, target share back that he did from before. I think if he goes to another team, uh, he could be a really integral part of an offense. So, <laughs> Omar F says props to trash man for the CGU Zoma calls past two weeks. <laughs> he might be psychic. He might be psychotic. What's up, Omar F? Thanks for tuning in, brother. Thanks, Omar. Um, uh, so, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, so the, the rest of these guys at the top, I mean, if you've listened to this show a bunch – um, you know that we love Rashad Bateman. I, I mean, obviously, you're going to continue picking. I, mean, I, I would love to stash and hold Rashad Bateman and just to see how he continues to evolve in that offense. Those running backs are just so miserably bad. <laughs> like they, they, They're, they're going to have to keep throwing the ball and stuff. And Rashad Bateman's a good guy to move the chains with, man. He's good. He's yeah. good. I think yeah. they might. I think they might move back to Tyson Williams, seeing what they have in him there. That'd they be- just have to. They don't trust him, but who cares? They, you can't. This dust ball, Devontae Freeman, Le'Veon Bell stuff is just so bad. Uh, uh, and then like Lavisca, I can't believe he's. I mean, people should be. You should be picking up all these guys at the very top of, of, of who Trash Man has listed on the cheat sheets. The the Michael Gallops, the Batemans, the Alan Lazards, Lavisca Chanel. Not as. I'm not as big on Darius Slayton because once Kadarius Tony and Sterling Shepard all come back, he's not he'll turn back into dust again. But I think that I think the rest of these guys have really good rest of season outlooks. And a dude, a perspective flyer on Will Fuller for whenever he gets back, especially if Deshaun Watson can swindle his way down to Miami. Jesus, can you imagine the boon you would have on your hands for the last few games of the season if you got Deshaun Watson reunited? And Will Fuller, we re reunited down in the 305. Um a lot of good tight ends here, Trash Man. Uh, and of course, there's so many more wide receivers. Trash Man probably has about, yeah, you know, what, like 15, 16 more of these guys that are just kind of in this zero to 5% recommended fab range. But um, how about the tight ends? Some good ones this week. I can't believe Ricky Seals Jones is still, what, less than, is, is he really still owned in less than, Less than fifty five percent of leagues. Um, I thought it was fifty two coming out of the last weekend, but huh? Well, that's crazy, man. He's getting a lot of good usage. Logan Thomas should be back not this week, but the week after. So you're only getting him for another week or so. Yeah, Ricky Seals Jones is owning fifty three percent of leagues. Okay. Well, yeah, Ricky Seals Jones should be owned. You, like the uh, our guy Omar mentioned, CJ Uzoma. You're keeping him on here, I guess. 
even though the upcoming matchups probably weren't as good as that. You talked about that Baltimore matchup, how good that's been. I know that's been kind of buttressed by the fact they faced a lot of good tight ends, but CJ Uzoma looked like a good tight end. The only problem with him is just a minuscule, minuscule target share, you know, for sure. Um, what do you think? Any, any any these other guys that you want to touch on? We have a bunch of questions here that people um, want to know about I mean, guys they can drop. Well, Robert Tonyan, I think if Devontae Adams is out, gets a boost there. Um, Tommy Sweeney in Buffalo. I mean, uh, Dawson Knox is tight end three on the season, and Sweeney's going to be filling that role for at least a couple games. So is Dawson Knox tight end three? Yeah. Yikes! Is Dawson Knox is Dawson Knox owned in more than that league? More than that many leagues? Yes. Okay. Yes, Dawson Knox. He's probably an 80 80 something percenter at this point. No, I did. I had to drop him last week in 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 one of our leagues that has shallow benches. So see if I could swindle that guy back up on waivers. Not sure I'll be able to if he's been tight end three on the season. Um. Okay, uh, and then I was going to also mention, I can't believe that you have Mo Alley Cox down here so so low. Your sweetest Mo Alley Cox? I mean, he just he's, – he's not getting that much of the target share there. This is a great question that Kip C asks, and this could – I mean, what's your general DST strategy when it comes to waivers? Pick one up or wait and not use your waiver – priority fab until players clear so my general strategy is unless it's just a nut spot like i mean this week maybe cincinnati is the one that's sort of out there to me that stands out as one that i might use a waiver uh a waiver play on but not a never like a one or a two or a three or something like that I want to be able to move up and see if I can get to that first spot in case one of those big injuries hits. But if I'm, if I'm sitting back there at the 10, 11, 12, something, and there's one like Cincy who I really want this week versus whatever the Jets are going to do at quarterback, um, that's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna want to. That's what I'm gonna want to do um, as far as Fab. I don't know. It's uh, for me. It's just a, it's it's a week to week thing, and I'll look at it. And I know Trash Man has a Trash Man. Why don't you tell me your your take on for well. Before we talk about quarterback, just tell them your take on the Cowboys. You have an interesting take on the Cowboys. Just tell them well, your take on the that, Cowboys. I mean, if defense. you just if you just look at their scoring profile, you know, since the beginning of the season, the Cowboys have, at least in Yahoo leagues, have not scored less than seven points in a given week, and they scored double digits. I think in three out of the last four weeks uh, as a defense. So, I despite mean, it, the fact that they're not a good defense, <laughs> they just they have a lot of takeaways. They have a lot of interceptions. And they capitalize on them, and they've just been doing really well in fantasy. Um, you know, this, the matchup this week isn't the greatest against the Vikings, but they've had worse at, wins that they've at the Vikings. Yeah, they've had worse wins that they. And like I said, they haven't scored less than seven points, seven fantasy points a game this season. Um, so, if their team, if you you know somebody probably had to drop this last week, um, and if you can get them, if you can get them on the cheap. Um, or not, you know, having to sacrifice a lot for it, then, you know, I think Dallas is a good offense. I mean, good defense to have, you know, rest of the season. I think in the next two, three weeks, they have, they have the Falcons, um, I think coming up um, at the week after this. And then after that, they have, they have Denver. Well, they have Denver and then the Falcons after Minnesota. And those are two, I think, really good matchups um, for opposing defenses. So I just think Dallas is a good defense, even though maybe not this week isn't the ideal week to have them, but you, if you can stash them, um, I think they're a good defense to have. 
Somebody mentioned Deshaun Watson earlier, just for our quarterback talk. Again, you can find the recommendations here, the exact lists, the various tiers, and, and the free agent budget bids. The cheat sheet's already up over at rosterwatch.com. But trash man, I mean, I've I've picked up – I started picking up Deshaun Watson last week, you know, in the shallower leagues where he's available whenever I just heard these rumors start to come up just because I feel like even if I have a – you know, if I have a 10% chance at, you know – having a top five fantasy quarterback laying in my lap as a, as a shot in the arm to one of my teams through the course of the season, I'm, I'm going to take it. It feels like the interest is out there and the interest is real. It feels like the interest maybe became more real whenever Matt rule benched Sam Darnold this last week for PJ Walker. Now who knows, you know, Philly is said to be out of it. Two is playing better. He's playing a little you know, bit better, yeah. So I don't know what Miami's thinking. Or I don't know if Miami's thinking like, hey, dude, maybe this is the time where we can get a three-way deal going where we can swindle these Washington football team or something into into getting in a three-way with us and we can send them to uh, based on the strength of these last two games. I, I just I feel like that there's enough talk out there that something like that could possibly be happening. So I feel like it's worth putting a little bit of free agent money. If, like if you have the spot on your bench just to see what happens coming up into the NFL trade deadline. Well, if that's the case, thing. then if that's the case, then maybe you need to have some interest in the receivers on those respective teams that you can maybe pick up. Sure. As well. well, like I mean, we talked about it. Will Fuller. That's a great, I mean, that that sort of thing is something that you should think about. All right, let's get to the questions, trash man. Everyone's favorite part. We have a question from that guy, Kevin, in the chat. This isn't like this, but he's just asking, what are your general thoughts on a guy like Keenan Allen? Would you trade him for a guy like Deontay Johnson right now? Deontay Johnson just gets all the targets. Um, As long as Ben, probably not in dynasty, just because I don't know what's going to happen with that quarterback situation once Ben's gone. But Keenan Allen, man, he's popping up on the injury report already again to start this week. Um, oh, well, that's pretty good. I mean, the thing is, Keenan Allen isn't having terrible games. He's just not scoring any touchdowns. He has one touchdown on the season. What? What is what? What is like just on? I don't well, even know. And, and he's on the injury report for dental work this oh, week. Okay. So. I just I just saw that he was on the injury report. It's just it's it's just it's just dental. Yeah. Well, I think he'll probably. I think he'll probably be, be. He'll probably be fine unless it's unless it's anything too unless it's a kind of some, some kind of root canal or something. I mean, Keenan Allen so far this year. You're looking at. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me look at just in half point PPR and just kind of see what we're looking at here. Fourteen point one fantasy points per game. Deontay Johnson's won twelve fantasy. Oh, hold on. Sorry. I had the I had the wrong year selected. That that didn't seem right. Okay, <laughs> Keenan Allen, 11.2 fantasy points per game. Deontay Johnson, 15 and half PPR, 50 targets versus 58 targets, but 50 targets in only five games. I wish I had my ranking sheet pulled up right now so I had all the stats in front. I, I mean, I just think just looking at the easy – these easy little counting stats. I, I think that I would probably lean towards lean towards Deontay Johnson. Um, all right, trash man. Can you, can you, oh, you can, yeah, I'll just answer yes to this. You, you can drop Jarrett Patterson, right? If you're an Antonio Gibson owner. Yeah. Okay. Are you worried about Gibson still? I mean, he's not out of the clear, but you can yeah. drop Patterson right now. Okay. What, this is an interesting one. What about Damian Williams? Hmm. I mean, 
because David Montgomery's coming back and he and Damian Williams has been cucked by Khalil Herbert. He has, and it seems like they they like Herbert in the passing game over Williams, which is interesting. Herbert looked um, good. Yeah, so ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I would rather try to trade him if you could, but I mean, he's droppable. Um, what about Dearness Johnson now that Nick Chubb's coming back? Do you well, think- n- well, Kareem Nick- Hunt isn't Kareem coming Hunt's- back though yet. Okay, so you Kareem so Hunt's you, out for another two games, probably. So, so, think, so you've seen enough out of Dearness to say, like, man, I'm going to hold him on my roster for maybe you know he could be the Kareem Hunt for the next five weeks. Yeah. Okay. I asked you this last week, so I, I was the it was it was the toughest one. I I already know what the toughest one that I've gotten in the chat this week is, so I'll ask you that one last. This one might not be as tough because it was the toughest one we got last week. Allen Robinson. You said last week, drop him. Yeah. You still drop him. Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, you can drop him. Demetric Demetric Felton in a deep league. In a deep league, I might hold on just to see if he if he might get some of that. I don't know how deep action. he was, but he just said in a deep league. Because there's a small chance it might be Felton who they use as the passing down back when Chubb mm-hmm. comes back. Um. So if you can hold on to him from one game to see in a deep league, it might be worth it. How about Latavius Murray? I don't want to have anything to do with any of those Baltimore running backs right now. How about Trey Sermon? Yeah, you can drop because Jermichael Hasty's back in the mix. I mean, they they hate him. Jeff Wilson will be coming back. You should probably hate him if they hate him. <laughs> um. Rondale Moore. Yeah, I think Zach Ertz getting in that mix just – I mean, Moore looks like the fifth option now at, at best. I mean, I can't believe this is getting asked on the week after um, – the week after that we just had a good game. Kenyon Drake. Um. I Whenever would, Josh Jacobs, no, he's he's had he's had pretty good standalone. Yeah, value. no, no, no. Don't drop Drake, especially with you know who knows what that chest injury was to Josh Jacobs. Yeah, you know, um, uh, the Hunsburglar is asking about Allen Robinson. We just answered about him. You can drop him. Um, the o- Omar AJ F is, Dillon. A- o- Omar F is asking about AJ Dillon. He he just asked in the chat in a twelve team league. Um. He's he's droppable. I mean, I think maybe he gets a, t- a touch more action with Devontae Adams being out. Maybe there's more. Maybe they lean more in the running game. And if I'm an Aaron Jones, and if I'm an Aaron Jones owner, I'm, I'm going to hold on to AJ Dillon. I just for for some reason that's I I am in one league, and he's for some reason I I I can't stomach it to to drop him. But if I'm just holding on to him as a voodoo doll for somebody else's handcuff, <laughs> I, I, I I think it would be okay. To 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 drop that guy. All right, trash man. Here it is, the the the, the hardest question. Can you drop him? Because he's because he's one of your all time favorites. Atlanta Falcons running back, Mike Davis. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you. I mean they they moved right over to Cordell Patterson after the bye. It's it's I and there's just not that enough upside for Davis that I can see to hold on to him if you don't have if you don't have to.